listening to the Mindful Biz Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. I can't wait for you to meet this week's guest. Nikki Ayres joins me to chat about finding your voice. Sometimes finding your groove in the first couple of years in business can be a little bit difficult. I can remember when I first started, it really took me over two years to find my true message and becoming comfortable with speaking out. It's often referred to as stepping out into the arena. Nikki is a speaker, alignment coach, and light worker who helps people break through their barriers. I cannot wait for you to meet her. Hi, Nikki. How are you? I'm so good. I'm in sunny Bali at the moment. And um, yeah, so balmy. (laughs) Gosh, you only just got there earlier this week, didn't you? I literally arrived last night. So yeah. Lucky. And how long are you there for? I'm here for a month in total. So I arrived on the 3rd of September, leaving on the 3rd of October. Um, so a whole juicy month. It's not a holiday either. Uh, there'll be moments where I'm like sipping on coconuts and surfing and all that, but um, I'm here mainly to do my retreat and then also just like amp up my business world away from the distractions at home. Yeah, good idea. Bali's the perfect place for that. Yeah, it's so grounding here. Oh my gosh. Okay, then. so let's start off. Can you tell everyone or introduce yourself? Okay, so my name is Nikki Ayres. Um, oh, it's so hard to introduce myself because I've transitioned from this yoga teacher where I, I owned this label for so long and now I'm stepping out of that and I'm owning, um, you know, the, the label, I guess, of a speaker, um, a writer and an online coach as well. So I'm super passionate about speaking up on mental illness um, as I have a mental illness of my own. And I think that it's a a platform for me to show that you can actually thrive um, with this diagnosis without having to use it as a limitation or setting boundaries. Um, And I really want to help inspire other people, um, even without mental illnesses, that you can actually create a life beyond your wildest dreams. Um, And really, my whole goal is to get people out of their own way and back into the alignment of living a life in flow and what you want and not what you fear. Incredible. So when you say you're a speaker, does that mean you speak at other people's events or you run run your own workshops? Like how does that all work? It started out as running my own events because I'm a person that puts my ideas into action and you know, I pitched a few videos to Ted when they were doing their scouting and they didn't even open my email or watch my videos because I could see the views. And that's totally fine. I have so many people um, applying for them. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to make my own opportunities. So I created my own like TED Talk called A Night of Light um, and brought in other speakers, spoke myself. Um, And then from that, I created all these opportunities for other people to bring me along to their speaking events um so it just kind of created this like domino ripple effect where I'll always be doing my own events but um yeah speaking in corporate offices um speaking at people's workshops um and yeah the list just goes on yeah same as me do you pitch yourself or do people come and find you a combination of both. Like if I see someone's event that I absolutely resonate with, like I'll pitch to them. And then 
a lot of the time they'll reach out to me. Um, and it's so interesting when I pitch out to them, they're like, oh my God, we've had our eye on you for ages. And I'm like, no way. So it's that beautiful alignment of when you're doing the things that you love, you become, you know, it's just, you flow to the people that you need to network with and work with. So, so true. So yeah. true. Now, look, you've been running your own business for so many years, but from, and I've always known about you, but from my point of view, your light has really become very bright, um, you know, over the last year. So, you know, finding your way to that point, what's it been like? Mm. There's been so many pivotal moments throughout my journey that has led me to here. And I think that I've really stepped into this sense of owning who I am, owning my authentic truth and not shying away from it. Um, so I've been running my own business for five years now, but again, like you said, it has only been in the last 12 months where I've really started to kind of make more of an impact and get myself out there. And I think one of those things is investing in my own business and investing in my own time to, to gain exposure. So, you know, getting my own coach, um, going to my own workshops, going to my own yoga classes and not just constantly exhaling, like giving, 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 like by me receiving has helped me to shine my light even further because my cup is now completely full and I'm just, it's just overflowing with all the good stuff that I want to offer. Incredible. So, look, you know, so much of this is about finding your own voice and sometimes when we concentrate on it too much, it becomes even harder to find, you know, the message and the way that you want to deliver it. What are some steps that you've done to kind of just find your way there? I think that we all have our own story and we all have our own mess, which could be our message or our triumphs that could be inspiring to others. And when you look at like where you've come, you know that those stories and by you sharing those stories can actually really land with other people and inspire them to either heal from what you've gone through or to inspire them to take their own story and share it with the world. So I think from getting vulnerable and that's it's kind of the most hardest exercise to do is to get vulnerable in the forum of social media exposed to judgment but getting out there and getting uncomfortable because you know staying in your safety net can only get you so far so for me I've always like I have these big goals and I write them down and I see the uncomfort in each of the goals and I say if I just step out of my comfort zone what will I learn how will I grow And the moment that I step out, I feel like a lion. Like I feel unstoppable, unstoppable. I feel fierce. The, the, the fear is always going to come up, but that's an indication that you are on your path. So So finding your voice. Yeah. I feel like everyone has their own unique voice and it can speak in so many different languages and ways, but what feels right and what feels true for you and connecting into your own inner intuition and allowing that voice to come and speak. Yeah. Yeah. I think also not worrying about what other people think because it's so much worse in our heads. Like no one's focusing on us as much as we feel that they are and and really sort of not worrying about what society thinks and what other people be thinking about your message. I think also just kind of gives you confidence and allows you just to be natural and authentic and speak your mind. 
Exactly. I was just listening to this podcast last um, last night with Marianne Williamson that really hit home to me because I struggle a lot with judgment um, that I fear of getting attacked and getting judged. But the thing is, that's what you that's what happens when you step into the arena, like what Brene Brown says. But a few takeaways that I wrote down was that if you speak your truth, you probably will piss a lot of people off. A meaningful life isn't a popularity contest. Always getting an applause, you're probably not doing what you're supposed to be doing. So um, it's okay to like be controversial and it's okay to, um, you know, really stand strong in your message but know that not other people are going to relate or align and that's totally fine. Yeah. So, so so powerful those words I've literally got shivers on my arms as you just said that so being being over in Bali for you and running your own retreat you know are there any elements there that you kind of feel a little bit you know out of your comfort zone or does it feel like oh this is just exactly what you're supposed to be doing you feel comfortable with everything I think this is my sixth international retreat, so I feel like I'm in a good flow. But, of course, doing your first and second one, like, over in a totally different country, you've got that sense of, oh, my gosh, everything's going to go wrong. Like, yeah, you you do have that catastrophic mind. Um, But now I just feel so supported. I feel so connected. Like, the moment that I landed here, I was like, yes, this is exactly where I need to be. And... um, yeah, it just feels so right. But of course, there's totally moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, is there going to be another earthquake? I've got 18 girls to look after. Um, You know, there's, there's obviously things that come up, but you just tackle them as they arise. Yeah. With your public speaking, do you ever feel out of your comfort zone? Like, because a lot of people want to do speaking or shy away from it just purely because they don't have the confidence. So from your point of view, even though you're considered a speaker, do you still get nervous at all? Of course you get nervous. I feel like it would be more, um, I don't know, more weird if you didn't get nervous. I feel like the nerves is the is the thing that reminds me that, hey, what I'm doing is important. Like this fear that I'm feeling before I step on a stage, like this is important, this is beautiful. Um, so it's always going to feel that, that way if you – yeah, on your purpose. But um, I remember from a ripe young age of three, my mum and dad plonked me on the stages and I recited poems um, and I could not wait to just to have that microphone in my hand at that small age. So embedded in me was this gift of speaking um, and I used my voice in every moment that I could throughout my life up until now to really, yeah, amplify that gift. So for me, it comes so naturally like the first, you know, two, five minutes, I'm a bit awkward. I might fiddle with my hair and mess a few words up. But once I get into flow and when I'm channeling a message that is really important to me, um, it just comes through so effortlessly. Um, one thing that I want to say to other people is body language, that the moment that if you feel the fear, then that's okay. But remember your breath and remember to stand tall. The moment that you like, like slunk your shoulders and bring your head down, you lose the focus of um, the people who you're trying to engage with. So that was like my biggest takeaway as well, um, learning to be this speaker is to just really own 
my presence and demand that presence by just using my body language, connecting with my breath and, um, yeah, like really getting that message out there as clear as possible. Yeah, so, so, so true. It's all about getting those first two minutes right, I think, because that Mm. to me then just governs how you keep going. So, yeah, but I I personally still get butterflies, not butterflies, but I'm like I get nervous every time. Mm. And there was one time I didn't, and I think that that probably – that wasn't the best talk that I ever gave. It was that one yes. so confident and I was like, oh, my gosh, these nerves are actually really good for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Wow, that's so interesting, isn't, isn't it? it? Isn't it? So during your business journey, there would have been times just naturally where you've doubted yourself and you felt down and, you know, unsure what you're doing. What have you done to kind of like pick yourself up and continue on? I think the most important thing is to have your support network. So there's moments where even like last year, I was like, you know what, maybe I should just go and be a secretary for my dad in his in his doctor's office. And I had my support network, my husband, my friends, my business, my spiritual people being like, Nikki, that is not you. This is your ego talking. You want to go in your comfort zone, um, you know, detour out of that ego and come back into your sole purpose. So I think the most like the best tool you can have is finding your people that remind you of your why, of your intention. Um, Secondly, like to, to just know that it's okay to have those slumps, to have those moments where you don't feel motivated or you, you're hitting the, the crossroads, like that is teaching you so much. And to just kind of become curious of those moments instead of like giving up or, or just saying, well, I'm feeling like this and must not be right. Um, so yeah, like just ref- like get reflective and, um, get curious. Yeah. And move into that feeling of just kind of like going to the next level rather than shying away from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just knowing that this is your chance. Like whenever you feel that uncomfort and that niggling of like, Oh, like I'm stuck. Just know that that is a clear indication that you're about to level up, that you're about mm-hmm. to go up a stage and you have the choice to either stay in that stuck feeling and, and just stay there or advance. Yeah. And I, I choose the second option. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> do I, but you know what the old me wouldn't have like rewind 10 years ago, I used to stay in my comfort zone not all the time but I found it very very scary to move out of it and then just something triggered with me after having kids and I'm like you know what there's nothing to lose like you can only gain by trying something a little bit different and moving forward and to me really I mean that's where the magic is without a doubt 100% Absolutely. All right then. Now, on your Instagram stories and feed, you often talk about angel cards. Can you tell us a little bit about them? Yes. So angel cards are very different to tarot cards. Tarot cards is like, you know, you read into the future. They're giving you like a clear um, layout message for what you foresee in the future. Where angel cards are just really positive messages from your angels or your goddesses or, um, you know, just whoever's out there that wants to come through. And it's a message for your day. So whatever you're going through in that moment in in your day or in your week, Um, or there might be a situation that you just want a beautiful message surrounded by, your angel cards will give you that beautiful clarity. Okay, so let's pull some. Beautiful. I'm just (laughs) pulling out my deck. This is so fun, isn't it? Isn't it? I've never done this on a podcast before, but I love all these kind of things. 
Cool. So I've got the Daily Guidance Angel um, Oracle card deck. This one's from Doreen Virtue. And this is a really good one for people who are just starting out because they give really clear, easy messages. So I'm just going to have a little knock. And while I'm shuffling, I'm internally repeating, what is the guidance that we need to receive today? Okay. So I got, well, this is really, I feel fitting because I feel like a lot of your listeners, um, are probably entrepreneurs or creating their own business or have a project in mind that they want to bring to life. So I pulled creative project, which reads your soul longs to express itself in creative ways. We're guiding you to infuse artistry and creativity in your life. Creative expression makes you feel alive and excited and ignites the passion towards your life. So that's the card that we got. Yeah, and it's so interesting because when we we are so stagnant in our ways, um, a lot of us are, and we forget our inner child and we forget that feeling of just to be creative without an end goal. Like just to, especially us entrepreneurs, we're, we're you know, launching these products projects and, um, you know, hitting our goals. But when do we find the time to do something that is just so freeing and that doesn't need to be approved by others? Um, So it could just be like drawing or just dancing without filming yourself or um, playing music or learning a new task that like sets your soul on fire. And whenever I, like people ask me, how do I find my life's purpose? I'm like, well, go get creative in a way that inspires you. And from that, the answers will come because everything like just channels from our creativity and that is our natural state to be creative beings. So um, I love this card so much. Yeah. And, you know, like being creative really is a reflective also of the way that you're feeling and your vibes. And if you can lift that, even whether, whether it's through you're like dancing or whatever, it just everything else surround, that surrounds you just kind of aligns with how you're mm-hmm. feeling, which makes all the difference to, you know, everything that you're doing. It does. It makes all the difference. And while you were saying that, like I just pushed, um, pulled up the additional meanings and it says work on a meaningful project that you're, that you've been procrastinating on. So if anyone's listening and you're like, Oh my God, that's like so many people. Are you all listening? So many people. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone listen, start, take action right now. It also says enroll in a creative class. Um, your life purpose and meaningful career will come through you the moment that you take action on your creativity and just follow your path before you. So very reassuring. Oh my gosh. What a card to pull. All right then, Nikki, do you have any tips for people wanting to have a deeper connection with their audience? I think my tip number one would be be your own authentic self. I feel like it just keeps getting drilled and drilled um, at the moment, but I could not stress that enough that, you know, people want to engage in their audience and they may be on a path where they're comparing themselves to someone who's already in the arena doing what they're doing. And unintentionally, they may be adapting some of their characteristics and some of their ways to um, yeah, come across. And it's not being their full self. Um, I remember reading Gabrielle Bernstein's book and she was like, there already is a Marianne Williamson and I needed to stop being Marianne Williamson because there is only one Gabrielle Bernstein. Mm-hmm. And I always think that as well. Like there are so many people 
people in the field that I'm sharing this with, but there's only one Nikki Ayres and she's going to be dancing and pulling angel cards and gazing under the moon and being a total weirdo and that's who I am. <laughs> but for you, that, that might not be you. And so, yeah. like, show the audience who you truly are and engage with them. They are real human beings. They are not just a number. So when they reach out to you, engage with them and um, honour them for following along in your journey. Um, yeah, hopefully that was a good tip. Oh, it is. It is. I'm just mesmerised by, by what you're saying. I think there's so many people that, it will be, that will be listening in just absolutely thinking, my gosh, I have to find this Nikki Ayres and really sort of <laughs> learn more about her. Incredible. Yeah, come hang out. <laughs> I know. All right, so let's tell everyone what's your Instagram handle because that's where they can really connect with you. Yep, so it's Nikki underscore Ayres, so N-I-K-K-I underscore A-Y-R-E-S. Um, and then on my Facebook, it's the same, so Nikki Ayres, but it's just a bit different. It's Mirror My Manifest. Right. Um, that's how you find me on Facebook. Do you have any workshops or any exciting things coming up? Yes, I do. I've always got exciting things. <laughs> um, I'm launching actually my very first online course called Alignment and it's starting in October which I'm so excited about because um, for so long I've been doing one-on-one work and now is the time to just get like-minded people together, hold them accountable and amplify their unique gifts, sharing their own light, getting them unstuck and back into alignment. Um, So yeah, that's starting in October. I'm so excited. I haven't fully launched it yet. I'm taking calls at the moment to get interest, but it launches the 20th of September um, Mm -hmm. after I finish my retreat. So Nikki, yes. when you launch that, please give me the details and I'll share it on my oh, page. Thank okay. you so much. I certainly will. <laughs> um, apart from that, I've just got my retreat, which I'm so excited about. Oh, so my that's, gosh. That's so fully booked out. And I've got a detox, um, a detox yoga um, retreat in Berry, which is going to be absolutely divine in um, November. So, yeah. Wow. Busy, busy. Yeah. There's, there's, there's no rest for the wicked, is there? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but when you love what you do, it doesn't feel like work. It's exactly. just that it's a beautiful addiction. But, yeah, of course, we need to stay balanced at the same time. We absolutely time. <laughs> do. But I think also, like, um, when you have a really clear vision for your business and you feel comfortable, it's actually quite easy to stay balanced. So some people might look and go, oh, my God, they're doing so much. They've got so much going on. But you can just kind of do it in a way that doesn't exhaust you because you can, mm-hmm. like, if you know what you're doing, then you just do it, you know, rather than exerting yourself. So it does flow. Yeah, exactly. 100% gray. Nikki, thank you so much for your time. And thank you also for pulling the cards. I really enjoyed that. Thank you so much for having me. That was so fun. And I loved that card. It just fitted this whole call to an absolute tea. (laughs) 